0: Good evening. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. We are streaming live down the internet from London. This show is dedicated to God through our Lord Jesus Christ. On tonight's show, we will be focusing upon the subject, the sanctuary in Israel. We will be looking at what the Bible teaches. Our guest speaker is based in London, England. More about our guest after you've heard some music. sanctuary in Israel. We will be discussing this subject tonight with Brother Percy Henry Fontaine. Have a pen and paper ready to write down some notes. Let's call Brother Percy now and see if he's available. Hello, good evening. Brother Percy? Yes, good evening. Yes, it's
1: me, Brother John.
0: Yes, you're live and voice in the wilderness, Internet Radio. Tonight, we'll be discussing these questions together. What does the Bible say that the sanctuary is? Why was it built in ancient Israel? How does it relate to the Old Covenant? Was Israel faithful to the Old Covenant? Does the earthly sanctuary relate to us today? So, Brother Percy, before we start our discussion tonight, um, shall we have a word of prayer? Do you mind praying for us this evening?
1: It's a pleasure and a privilege, sir. If you just prepare yourself, and anybody who's online, prepare themselves also for prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, it is just such a great privilege that I could be here Speak with my brother John in regards to what you've put into our hearts to share to the world. I'm asking you that your word will travel into every heart, every mind, and further beyond the remit of what we're listening to now. I'm asking you, Father, that you will bless every listener with a special ear and a special mind, because this subject is so serious. I pray for those who have ill health, for those who are online and don't know the Lord, and for those who want to find out more about the Lord. I pray, Father, that you will reveal yourself to them through us this word this day. This ask in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen.
0: Amen. So, Brother Percy, what does the Bible say that the sanctuary is?
1: According to what I've looked up in the dictionary first, it's a place of rest. It's a place where um, we basically have a meeting place to meet with God. That's how I would understand it. Um, there's a lot more to it, but let's look at a scripture. Right. Just to back it up. Okay. If we look the first place which describes the role or the place, um, it's in the book of Exodus. Right.
0: 25
1: and verse 8. And um, I will... I've advised everybody to get their Bibles out, get their pen and paper out so that they can um, have this in mind, because I believe that most people are not really familiar with the Sanctuary service. So let me begin by saying, it's in the book of Exodus, chapter 25, and verse... Eight, and I shall read it slowly Life. chapter 25 of the book of Exodus and verse 8 reads thus and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them now we need to understand this in the earliest stages of man's history, the Lord met Adam and Eve in the cooler the day in the Garden of Eden. Right. The Lord spoke to Abraham. The Lord spoke also to Moses and made a pretty presence in Moses' presence. But this is the first time where the Lord has actually asked somebody. To provide a place where he can come and dwell amongst them. In other words, to be with them all the time. Right. You had the pillar of cloud by day, and you had the the, 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 the pillar by the thing by night. Also, excuse me, a, a bit tongue-tied. But the point being is that the purpose is for him to be amongst us, and that's the answer to the question, basically. Right. Um one more thing I'd really like to add in the book of Psalms 77 and verse 13. Yes, right. it explains very clearly that I'll read it actually. Let me let's not talk it. It says, Thy way, O Lord, is in the sanctuary. His way is in the sanctuary. We understand that we've just read. Yes, right. That we made the sanctuary for us to meet him, a place where he can dwell amongst us. Right. And I think I would conclude there. I won't really go any further into that because there's so much more we can talk about. Right. But I think that's clear enough for the first-time listener.
0: Right. So we see initially that the sanctuary is the place... Where God can dwell among his people. And as you've stated, the Bible also states that it's a place that we learn of God's way. Now, let's move on from this because the next question is why was it built in ancient Israel? Why did the Lord need to do so?
1: Well, again, you know, looking at that scripture we just read. It explains that at that time, as you know, that ancient um, Israel was out of Egypt. Right. And they were in the wilderness. And obviously, they had many years of not having real communication with God and not having a real relationship with God. Because basically, if you read through the book of Exodus, it will explain that even as even though the Lord had taken them out of there, there were still questions. There were still things that they had uh, had to unlearn. And the only way was that the Lord had to introduce himself to them in a way that they can relate. So, so having the, even despite the fact that he opened the Red Sea for them to go across, and he also, you know, led them by day and by night, there was presence. His presence was there. Even what happened in Egypt and all the, the plagues that fell down, the, his presence was there. But it needed the next dimension, the next um, step forward. Right? They were rescued from Egypt to represent God. They were people chosen by God. Because remember, those people that came to Egypt, they came from all of them, was of the 12 tribes. And, you know, the lineage of Joseph in, in particular, because As you know, that Joseph actually um, introduced his father and all the rest of his brothers and so forth into Egypt, live in Egypt. And there was a period of time of about probably 400 years. But you can read that. You know, if you read Exodus, it will show you clearly what happened. And basically, the the, the Israelites were forgotten. And there was a prophecy also that, you know, um, they were going to get into the promised land. So... At the end of the day, Moses was chosen for that role. The nice. people decided that, you know, despite the fighting down, they were fighting Moses and they ran down. But eventually they came to that way of thinking after all that the Lord had done to open their eyes. But nice. yet the question was still there. Despite all what they, they saw, the Lord still in his mercy, um, giving them a chance to work with him. Yes. and then together. That's
0: what I'd like to say on that. Right. Can we go to Exodus chapter 4?
1: Yes, we can. And verse 23.
0: Yes. And how that... we... Go ahead. Yes, Exodus chapter 4, verse 23. This is just to give, give added emphasis to this point. Um.
1: Yes, yes. I, I should have actually brought right. that out. Right, Exodus four,
0: yeah, verse twenty-three. That's fine. I'm just right because the Bible says here. Now, this is the Lord's message through His servant Moses to the Pharaoh, and I say unto thee, Let my son go. Notice that he may serve me, and if thou refuse to let him go, behold, I will slay thy son, even thy firstborn. You see, because. The point that we're sharing here with our listeners is that when Israel was were in bondage in Egypt, they were not free to serve the God of Israel. They weren't free to serve their God, the true creator. They were kept from serving him fully and effectively. That's why the Lord had to set them free and to reestablish his worship through the sanctuary. You see? So... And um so this is just a point that we would just like to share from the scripture that when Egypt when Israel, excuse me, were under bondage, they could not serve the Lord properly. You see, they weren't free to worship him in the way that they needed to. So moving on from there again, um Brother Percy and this is another text that we shared, Hebrews chapter nine, verse six.
1: Yes. Let me find it. Yeah,
0: Hebrews chapter nine verse six. Because it's important to establish this point right now.
1: Amen to that. Let me just two seconds.
0: Hebrews nine verse six. So that um, it can be seen what the Bible says revolved around the sanctuary.
1: Amen. Oh, let me share this scripture with the with the um, listeners. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 6. Yes. Now, when these things were thus ordained, the priests always went into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service of God. So yes. it's about service.
0: Yes. You see, because as you know, in Egypt, they had their own service going on, the service of idolatry, worshipping idols and false gods in essence demons you know but that's another subject so the lord had to set his people free so that he could set up his his true service not the counterfeit service that was in his that that was in egypt and through the sanctuary as brother percy shared through psalm seventy-seven thirteen, once the sanctuary service was set up then israel could learn truly of god's way and of the plan of salvation so now, so looking at the sanctuary and how it was a place for God to dwell among His people, and how it was set up to teach them the service of God, and where where they could serve the Lord more freely, how does it now relate to the old covenant? Basically, because you know this term covenant is 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 mentioned a lot a lot of times. But um, what can we say, Brother Percy? What would you like to share with the listeners?
1: The first thing I would like to say that obviously we should understand what the word covenant means. It's basically an agreement. Yes. And um, according to the Bible, Hebrews 9 and verse 1 answers the question very clearly. So can we go to Hebrews 9? And... um, Hold on one second. Let me just check this. Yeah, yeah. Hebrews 9 and verse 1. Okay. I would like to read it in your hearing. Okay, Hebrews 9 and verse 1. Then verily the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary. Yes. Now, this explains that it's not just about the Lord meeting us, it's also about us meeting him and understanding where we're meant to be with him. Yes. We're meant to serve him in spirit and in truth. Yes. Um it's very important that we understand as much as we need to have his character and the basics of his character is contained within the Ten Commandments. And I think we should actually look at it because that is exactly what it's based upon. Right. So if we go to Deuteronomy, chapter ten. Verses three to five, I'll find that and, and I will read that also yes, to you. Right. Just to give you an understanding further about what this covenant was about. You see, God has to have his rules and regulations in order for us to be able to serve him. Yes. I Otherwise, we can't be none of his. We're meant to be reflect, reflecting his character and his likeness and his whole being. So let me find. Um, Deuteronomy 10 and verse. Deuteronomy 10. Deuteronomy 10 and verse 3 to 5. In your hearing. Yes. And I made an ark of shitting wood and hewn two tables of stone like unto the first and went up into the mount, having the two tables in mine hands. And he wrote on the tables, according to the first writing, the Ten Commandments, which the Lord spake unto you in the mount out of the midst of the fire in the day of the assembly. And the Lord gave them unto me. And I turned myself and came down from the mount and put the tables in the ark, which I had made, and there they be, as the Lord commanded me, yes now this is the Lord gave Moses the Ten Commandments, the transcript of his character, to be revealed right. fully to the Israelites who was in Egypt, I mean who was in the wilderness, yes, because it seems like we just expressed earlier on that part of our Sorry, that part of um the understanding of Israel was lost because I sure when you look back into um Genesis, you will see there was no two tables of stone, but yet they actually knew the Ten Commandments. it was just a it was just a natural understanding, and it was nigh lost. And he had to be brought back once again to remind us. And it seems that in today's world, more than ever before, we need to be reminded of where, you know, we've come from and we need to be reminded of who God is and, you know, what he represents and what we should represent if we say that we are truly his children. You know, he has 10 commandments for us to look at. Those things, you know, reflect his character we must reflect that also, being obedient and, and understanding. And it's, it's in that way which he can come and dwell amongst us once again, like yes. before. Yes. And I think, I don't think I had to add too much more to that, although I have got a few more scriptures that we could actually look at. But I think um, because I think the viewers, I'm sorry, the listeners, um, I believe it's, their duty also to actually to look into this thing for themselves and ask themselves the question, why is there an order? Why do we need to know this order? And how does the 10 commandments fit in this world today? I think that's questions they need to ask themselves.
0: Yes, most certainly, because we see that the covenant was based upon the 10 commandments. And so, as you have said, the covenant or the agreement that God has, Had and has between his people Is based around his law You see And I believe that this is a point That a should really Take to heart Because It's not just about going to serve God On your own terms We have to serve God upon his terms You see And that's the reason why The sanctuary was set up So that Israel can understand The covenant or agreement That he wanted to have with them see and so and, and another text that we can look at um Exodus chapter 34 verse 28 because the bible interprets itself so that there can be no misunderstanding about what the the, the words of the covenant are Exodus yes. chapter 34 verse 28 and it says about Moses and he was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights he did neither eat bread nor drink water And he wrote upon the tables the words of the covenant, the agreement, the Ten Commandments, you see. And so um, the Bible's clear upon what the old covenant was was basically based upon, a worldly sanctuary, which had at its center the Ark of the Covenant, which had at its center the law of God, the Ten Commandments. So I don't know if if there's anything more you want to say on that point, Brother Percy, or, or... Um, if we can look at now Israel's faithfulness to the Old Covenant.
1: Uh, Maybe I would just like to really put more emphasis again on what you've actually said. Yeah, sure. Because it seems that we've really lost, you know, understanding who God really is and what he represents. And I mean, there's only 120 words in the, in the um, Ten Commandments. But even if you look at what happens in this world today, right. the laws of the world is actually hanging upon the Ten Commandments, whether you like to accept it or not. Whether you're an atheist or whatever you are, that's the only laws that is binding and holds on and gives people any kind of equality, any kind of um, fair play, any, 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 any kind of um, balance, right? You know, there's nothing like the Ten Commandments on this earth. Nothing, nothing. And you know, God has an order, and we have to really learn. All of us, we have to learn that He has an order, and we need to keep that order. Um, I know that we're going to be looking at the sanctuary service further.
0: Yes,
1: but I would just like to remind those who are not familiar, there was a lot of conditions when the Lord told the Israelites to meet him, to build a covenant for him. That Sorry, sorry, to build a sanctuary for him. Right. In order for him to meet with them. They had to be clean. You know, there was a lot, there's a lot of ceremonies that was taking place, but it started off with the heart. You know, if you if you if you didn't go there with a clean heart, God won't accept nothing from you because he couldn't meet up with you. You know, sin is a thing that gets destroyed at God's presence. If you possess sin, it's gonna it's gonna destroy the sin and the person who carries the sin. That is how it is. And the sanctuary service actually teaches us how to prepare ourselves to meet him so that we can be sinless. We put the sins put it onto the scapegoat and the scapegoat goes off with the sin never to be seen again but we'll go into that also uh, uh, another day but I just thought I'd just enlighten the the, um, the listeners about this
0: Yes and yes yeah, so there's just another point as well that I believe that we should share is that for people to understand um, what the Ark of the Covenant had represented as well and why it was so important and um, Exodus twenty six verse 34. 26,
1: thirty four. Exodus twenty six thirty. Just give us a second, brother.
0: Yes. Uh, yes. Exodus. You said
1: twenty six. And verse 34. Yes, that's right. Okay. Shall I read it?
0: Yes, you can do.
1: Okay. Exodus thirty-six, sorry, 26 and verse 34. Yes. It, It reads thus. And thou shalt put the mercy seat upon the ark of the testimony in the most holy place.
0: Right. Yes, you see, so... Moses was instructed to put the mercy seat upon the Ark of the Testimony. And as you know, the Ark of the Testimony was where the Ten Commandments were. Now, what? why was there a mercy seat to be placed upon it? It's mentioned in Leviticus chapter 16, verse 2.
1: Leviticus 16. Yes. Leviticus 16 and verse, verse 2. Right. It reads thus: Yes, and the Lord said unto Moses, "Speak unto Aaron thy brother, that he shall come not at all times unto into the holy place within the veil before the mercy seat, which is upon the ark, that he die not, for I will appear in the cloud upon the mercy seat."
0: See. God himself was going to appear in the cloud upon the mercy seat. So the mercy seat was the place that God was himself to manifest himself. You see? And that's why, again, it was—it's the, the place was called holy because as we have studied before, what does it mean to be holy in our previous radio shows? Holiness comes from God alone. And so yeah, the man. whole place was made holy by his presence so this the, the the sanctuary was a place that God himself was to dwell in, and I you know we would like our listeners to realize that God manifested himself personally in the sanctuary upon the earth at that time, so this was a very serious matter, and it was a very solemn place to be in, and Israel were to manifest respect to this place because it was the place where the God of heaven himself was to manifest himself. And so, yes, this is just what we'd also like to share as well as we look at the sanctuary. Now, was Israel faithful to the Old Covenant or to to, to the agreement that they had made with God?
1: Okay, well, I would say, according to Scripture, if we look at... um, Hebrews nine and verse twenty four. Yes. Um. Sorry. So so repeat what you said to me again, so I think yes. must be
0: okay. We're looking to at worth. Was Israel faithful to the old covenant?
1: Right. If we look at sorry Leviticus um, twenty six and verse fifteen. Right. We, I think we just dealt with that. Yeah. Okay. Leviticus. Yeah. Leviticus. Sorry, Leviticus. Sorry, Leviticus twenty-six. Yes. Pardon me. Yes, and verse fifteen, not sixteen. Twenty-six. Yes, and verse fifteen. Right. It reads. It reads thus. And if ye shall despise my statutes, or if your soul abhorre my judgments, so that ye will not do. All my commandments, but that ye break my covenant. Right. So we see the covenant, which is the commandments, has been broken. And there's another scripture as well which backs it up. If we go to First Kings 18 and verse 12. First Kings 18 and verse.
0: Is that 1st or 2nd Kings? 2nd Kings, no,
1: isn't it? It's actually, it's 1st Kings. 1st Kings, I believe. So what about, yeah, I'm sure it's 1st Kings 18 and verse 12. Before I read it out loud, I'll check. <laughs> yes, it's 1st Kings 18 and verse um, sorry, First Kings eighteen and verse, right, twelve. Oh no no, it's first. No, sorry, sorry. It's it's um First Kings eighteen eighteen. Sorry, and it says here right. that, and he answered, "I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house, in that you have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and has followed Balaam." So we've okay, seen right. the children of Israel had broke their covenant with him because they yes. they, they, they actually, you know, it's been said there by Elijah.
0: Yes, right.
1: So we have, and um, as we know the story well, but those who don't know the story, that's another story to read. First Kings 18, the whole of that chapter would really right. enlighten right. you. Now
0: just take um, our time with this, Brother Percy, because what did they the children of Israel do, in accordance to the text that you've just read,
1: they were worshiping idols. Right?
0: Who does it mention? Balaam. Right. See, which was the basically um, the Lord of nature, the God who is the Lord of this, of of the stars and of the. Earth and of you know um the head god of the of 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 idolatry, you see not the true God, and so Israel had chosen to serve really heathen gods rather than the true God of Israel, and it was because of that, as you stated, that they had broken the covenant which was based around God's law. And rather than serving the true God, they were serving Satan through idolatry. You see, and and again, if now, um, yes, it, I was thinking of Second Kings chapter eighteen verse twelve. But that's a good Bible text that you shared. I'll, I'll also share Second Kings chapter eighteen verse twelve.
1: Yes, go ahead.
0: Because it says here, um, I'll, I'll wait until you find the text, Brother Percy.
1: Thank you very much. I can't believe I'm moving so slow today. Okay, Second Kings 18. Yes, and that's 12. I've got it. it says, because...
0: It's okay. That's fine. Okay. Yes, because they obeyed not the voice of the Lord their God, but transgressed his covenant. That word "transgresses" we know, means sinned against his covenant and all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded and would not hear them, You see, this is the the commandments of God, nor do them. You see, so history testifies through the Old Testament that Israel had chosen rather to serve idols rather than the true and living God. And the the whole purpose of the sanctuary service was to teach them the true service of God. But sadly, most of ancient Israel turned their back on God and served the gods of this world. See, and um, so, and as we know, the sanctuary service it was based around sacrifices and offerings, which again we'll look into because the whole purpose of the sanctuary service was to direct people to Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. See, which brings us on to how the earthly sanctuary relates to us today.
1: Right, I would say, um, obviously we know that it's, like you just clearly explained, that it points to Jesus Christ. So let's look at the New Testament, yes. Hebrews 9 and verse 24. So let's go to Hebrews 9 and verse 24 to get yes. the answer to this particular question. Hebrews 9 and verse 24. And it, it reads thus. For Christ is not entered into holy places made with hands, which are the figure of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Right. So what that says is, is very clear, actually. Yes. It's symbolism. It was to reveal what's really happening. Right. And um, the old way, I would say, the earth is actually was the nearest way to explain how the Lord was going to deal with sin and how he's going to deal with um, judgment. Yes. how, 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 How in this day and age today, how... And where Jesus is right now, what he's doing for us right now in this century, right. and you know he wants to be in the same way as in the Old Testament where to be amongst us, and the way it's going to be is it's it's the way that the earthly century relates, how it touches us, how it moves us, how You know, there's so much more I could actually say, but I'll go back to an original scripture that I gave, which, thy way, O Lord, is in the sanctuary. You know, in the sanctuary, how to get there, how to be made ready. You know, so the earthly sanctuary definitely relates to where we should be today. Those things were symbols of what is happening in heaven. You know, the heavenly sanctuary, when you read the Bible, is a much bigger and more diverse um, place and um, you know, if we live right, then we will see this place for ourselves by the grace of God. Yes. And I just want to—I just want to say something. I—I I, um, I would suggest a good little reading as well it would be Psalms ninety-six and verses one yes. to six. Right. And I would actually like to read verse six in particular yes. because. Go right. ahead. It describes something that we need to know about the sanctuary. Just give me a second. Okay. Psalms 96 and verse 6 reads thus. It says, Honour and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Strength and beauty. I have to repeat it again. Now, you really have to study this to understand the strength and the beauty is his character. Right. The strength and the beauty is what he reveals to us, his mercy towards us. Um, I was doing a study the other day, and um, it was about Cain.
0: Yeah, now, smart. everybody
1: knows Cain to be a murderer. And Cain was, as always was, very defiant. But right. what I discovered is how Cain, in all his bad ways, could still go to the Lord and ask him to protect him. Right. You know, and, 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 and God in his mercy set a mark upon Cain. And I think it's amazing, this patient, this love, this type of person that God is. You know, he still tried to find a provision yes. for Cain to come out of what he'd done. Also with Jesus and Judas Iscariot. Yeah, that's you know, right. You know, this word grace, we really have to understand what it means. We really don't have no favor. We don't deserve the mercies of God, but his character, his ways, if we follow it, we could become like him because that's what he said. When he made us, he made us like him. And yes. he just us to be restored to that. You know, we know in Genesis um, chapter 1 and verse 27 what it says. And um, I'm assuming that we all know what it says. But if not, I'll give it a read and then something for the listeners to really meditate upon, to to understand where we've really come from. So verse, um, sorry, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26 says, and God said, "Let us make man in our image after and after our likeness." That's the point I really want to bring across right make man in our image after our likeness. The right. Ten Commandments is God's character revealed to the world. We need to obey that so we can reveal. His likeness and his ways, and think like him. Yeah, I think that's what I really put into our minds, and let us conclude with that. There's so much more that we could actually say about their sanctuary service. Um, right, I think that we all need to go into our Bibles much more deeply and really look at the 40 years that there was out in the wilderness. And understanding what they had to, how they had to prepare themselves in order to meet the Lord, because it applies today. All that is symbolic, but right now it's it's the real thing. It's time for us to really step to the plate, and you know, basically look into the sanctuary service once again. I'm sure there is many people who have never really heard about it or not really understood this thing. Here, but I will leave this scripture. Thy way, O Lord, thy way, O Lord, is in the sanctuary. Psalm 77 and verse 13. We need to look into that again. And with that, I think that's all I've got about to say for this evening, I would say.
0: Okay. Well, we'll have a break with some music and we'll be back and we'll round off the thoughts for today. Okay. Thank you.
2: Now ripen, there's a work for all to do.
3: Hark, the Master's voice is calling To the harvest calling you. Now does the place your call to labor little known. It is great if God is in it, for he will not forsake
2: his own. Little is much when God
3: Is run he will say if you've been faithful
0: Sanctuary in Israel over Percy Final thoughts for the show this evening
1: Let us restore ourselves Back onto the path To fulfil The old covenant As well as the new covenant This is my appeal to every listener We need to understand What arrangements that we should have With God in these very last days So I pray to all I appeal to all to look into this sanctuary service much more deeply. We will be going into it next week further, um, relating more to the new covenant. But ultimately, everything hangs on the Ten Commandments. We have to learn what they're about. We have to learn to apply them to our life. It's a transcript of God's character, and we should possess God's character. And I leave you all with this. Amen in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Let us pray Pray to close, please, Brother Percy.
1: Most definitely. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for the time that's just passed. I pray that every person that's been listening and wherever this message goes throughout the world, that they will gain an idea of what you are expecting of us in these last days. Because it's all this material that's been put out, it's been put out for us for today. All these lessons from the children of Israel, is lessons for us for today. As we are meant to be spiritual Israel, let us try and learn and move forward from old Israel and the mistakes and not turning our backs anymore on your words, Lord. This I ask, and if there's any who is sick and you has problems in their life, I pray that you will touch them and make them understand that you're there for them. You're there for all. This I ask in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen.
0: Amen. Brother Percy, thank you for joining us on Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio this evening. Listeners, if you have any questions or if you would like more information, please send an email to inquiries at org, or you can send a text message to 7944 62 If you live in the United Kingdom, please contact us with your name and address and we will send you a free track called The Atonement in the Old Testament. Those who are living outside the UK can request for an electronic version to be sent to them free. If you have the Android app for Voice of the Wilderness internet radio, go to the e-book section then find the title Bible Readings for the Home. At chapter 47, you will find the subject, The Atonement in the Old Testament. This will give you more information about today's topic. On next week's show, we will continue to discuss the subject, the sanctuary in Israel. Well, that's it for tonight's show. Until next week, good night and God bless. Voice in the wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. It's not just knowing about the doctrine in the Bible. That is not what we stand for here. Streaming powerful, biblically-based messages, live down the internet. This congregation may never be gathered together again, as we see Voice it. in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world, every week.